Welcome to the Catholic Truth Podcast, where we teach and preach the truth of the Catholic faith without compromise and without apology. We want to give you high energy and non-boring Catholicism, where anyone at any time can come to know exactly what the Catholic Church teaches and why. We do apologetics, spirituality, other religions, our culture, and more. Most of all, we want to inspire you, inform you, and help you to know, love, and live your Catholic faith with purpose and passion. We are Catholic Truth. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Catholic Truth Podcast. We are so happy that you are joining us today. I am your host, Brian Mercier, president of Catholic Truth, and we are an apologetics and evangelization organization helping Catholics to defend their faith and to really come to know the truth of Jesus Christ and the Catholic religion. And in this video, we're talking about the sad story of ex-Catholics. Why are they sad? Not just because they left the church. Yeah, that's incredibly sad. But really, the sad point of all of this is, what really makes us sad is that they really didn't know what they believed before they left. By far and away, the vast majority of ex-Catholics leave for emotional reasons, not intellectual ones, meaning they really didn't understand their faith before they left. They may have been challenged by Jehovah's Witnesses, or Mormons came to their door, or perhaps born-again so-called Protestants, who, or even maybe atheists or someone else who gave them information and they didn't know the answer. And so instead of going to look it up, they actually ended up leaving the church. And then they become so-called experts after they leave when they go into these other religions and read about how evil the Catholic Church is. And that's really the first uh, time they've deeply researched their faith, the Catholic faith, for the first time. And that is incredibly sad. Now, this isn't always the case. Some people leave for other reasons, too, other emotional reasons, like uh, they don't want to follow the rules of the Catholic Church. They want to live an immoral lifestyle, perhaps. Or perhaps the Catholic Church says no divorce and remarriage, and they want to get remarried, and so they leave the Catholic Church. Or they don't want anyone telling them what to do. Or maybe they've been scandalized by a priest. Some priest said something, or some people in the church were mean to them, and they left. But here's the thing. Jesus started the Catholic Church. It's his church. And he started his bride, his body, the Catholic Church. And so if you leave the Catholic Church, especially for emotional reasons, but even intellectual ones, you're leaving Christ. So we shouldn't just be leaving because someone was mean to us, as sad as that is. And we shouldn't be, and by the way, we have a video on our YouTube channel on how to forgive the church, because there are a lot of mean people in the church. There are a lot of nasty people in the church who turn others off and push them away from the church. But we shouldn't leave the church of Jesus because of Jews Judases who are in the church. Even in Jesus's time, they were Judases, but we shouldn't allow that to dictate whether we leave the church. And it's the same thing, whether you see bad examples or whether you don't want to follow certain rules. Here's the thing. God made the rules. We can't change them. We don't change the rules. We just follow them. I mean, there's a line in the sand. Jesus made them and you choose to obey and go to heaven or disobey and go to hell. It's really that's simple. But I'd say a ton of the people who leave the church are for these reasons, either emotional reasons because they've been hurt or they didn't want to follow certain rules or laws that the Catholic Church has, or they think, oh, well, I personally believe this, or I personally believe that I want to use contraception, I want to get an abortion, whatever it is, or 
they heard arguments and they left their faith without even knowing it. Most Catholics who leave the faith, and this is a fact of what we've experienced over the last 20, 30 years of doing apologetics, almost every Catholic we've talked to did not know the faith. They didn't do any deep research before they left. They didn't go and say, hey, I'm going to look this up to see why the Catholic Church teaches it, to see if, hey, maybe they have some good reasons. I mean, I almost left the Catholic Church at one point, or at least I thought about it because I had my faith shaken, and people told me that the church was started by Constantine, and that it had pagan origins, and it was blended into Christianity and paganism, and it came out the Catholic Church, and it's an evil church, and Jesus isn't God, and many other arguments that I didn't know the answer to. But instead of just running off without even researching it or without even batting an eye, I decided to take a deep dive into my faith to see what it really and truly believes. And I found out that there were great answers for why we are Catholic and for what the Catholic Church teaches. And it comes from the Bible and history and all of the early church taught the same things. So most ex-Catholics have not done this. They have not, in most cases, even read a single book by a Catholic or from the Catholic Church or Catholic documents or the Catechism or anything really that explains the faith. So how would they know, pray tell, their own religion? And so for this reason, ex-Catholics usually become anti-Catholics because they feel like they've been duped or they feel like they've been lied to or something like that, but it's just not true. They just didn't know and they just didn't understand their faith before they left. And again, I talk to ex-Catholics almost all the time, almost on a daily basis. They're commenting on our YouTube channel comment section, or they're coming to us on our website, or we talk to them in person, and over and over and over again, they give all of these arguments, well, I was a Catholic, so I know. I went to Catholic school. I was an altar boy. And then they go on to present all of these arguments, which are just not true. What the Catholic Church does not teach, has never taught, and is in fact not Catholic theology. So if they're as good of, and I put this in quotes, if they're as good a Catholic as they think they were, they would actually know their faith and not be presenting straw man arguments and red herrings. That's why I ask ex-Catholics and anti-Catholics, how many books have you read written by a Catholic from beginning to end, and what were the names of them? And almost 100% of the time, they have not even read a single book. This is why Archbishop Bolton Sheen, who was a huge convert to the Catholic Church, he said that, quote, there are not a handful of people in America who hate the Catholic Church, but there are millions who hate what they mistakenly believe is the Catholic Church, unquote. And this is so true. It seems like so many people hate and attack the Catholic Church, but don't even understand it. They have a vendetta against it, and maybe they're trying to justify their leaving. Maybe they're trying to justify their actions. Maybe they need to find a reason why the Catholic Church is evil, because they left it. In, their, in a sense, they left Christ because Christ started it. But whatever it is, you can know the difference between anti-Catholics and ex-Catholics versus just people who disagree with the church or perhaps think it's wrong, like most Protestants or even maybe Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons. But then you have anti-Catholics, many of whom are ex-Catholics, who are vehement. They're nasty. They're aggressive. They're in your face, calling your names, telling you you're going to hell, telling you you worship Mary, telling you you worship the Pope, saying that Mary's the fourth person of the Trinity, saying the most outlandish things. I mean, many Protestants get Catholic beliefs wrong and disagree with it, but <laughs> when you get to ex-Catholics, there's an extremism there. They are so 
far off the charts. They are willing to believe almost anything if it disagrees with the Catholic Church. And we highly encourage you to watch our video on Jack Chick on our YouTube channel showing just how extreme anti-Catholicism can get. I mean, he actually believes that the Catholic Church started the mafia, started Islam, started the Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormonism, and many other things. And ex-Catholics love to eat this up because any kind of ammo they can use against the church, they love to use it. And of course, not all anti-Catholics, but most ex-Catholics do this. They just, I mean, no matter how absurd or insane it is, they will use it as ammo. And we're going to talk about some of these things in this podcast. Really, I would just lead people to the catechism of the Catholic Church. It's like an encyclopedia of Catholic beliefs. It shows where we got our beliefs from the Bible and from history. And so I always say, show me one place. If you think Catholics teach this or teach that or are wrong about this or wrong about that, we worship Mary or Mary is the fourth person of the Trinity. Or did you know that Catholics actually worship the Pope and have to obey him in everything and you can't disobey him without going to hell? Or Catholics believe in many gods because they pray to the saints. Or Catholics practice witchcraft and sorcery because they believe in baptismal regeneration and the Eucharist. It's not the Eucharist, it's witchcraft and you're trying to make it Jesus. And all of these other ridiculous nonsensical arguments. And so I usually say, where in the catechism or where in any document does it say for Catholics to worship Mary? Or where does it say that Jesus is not enough? Where does it say that she's the fourth person of the Trinity or a pagan goddess? Where does it tell Catholics in any Catholic teaching or any official Catholic document, where does it tell Catholics to worship the Pope or that the saints are gods or that you can't approach Jesus on your own and all of these other common myths? And of course, 100% of the time, ex-Catholics can not quote a single source because the Catholic Church doesn't teach these things. And in fact, it teaches the opposite. In paragraphs 2084 and 2112 of the Catechism, it states that we are to worship God alone, and worshiping anyone or anything other than God is idolatry. There is no teaching in 2,000 years about worshiping Mary as God, or that she's on par with Jesus, or anything of the sort. This comes from just complete blindness, or ignorance, or just completely misunderstanding what Catholics actually believe, which is ironic since many of these people claim to be good Catholics but don't actually understand their faith. One ex-Catholic says this, quote, The Mary of the Roman Catholic Church is a combination of pagan goddess worship merged into one who is named Mary by the early church. And of course, this comes from a book called The Two Babylons, which is an anti-Catholic book and totally debunked by historians. And we're going to have a video on our YouTube channel and probably a podcast on it very soon. Uh, Mary is Jesus's mother who has the authority to give her son orders and he will always obey her, unquote. And there's much, much more, but none of this is actually true. Here's what another ex-Catholic says. One ex-Catholic says, saints are dead and you Catholics are just talking to dead people. They cannot hear you or anything. Now, the astute Catholic will reply by saying, actually, the Bible shows that the saints in heaven are alive. They're not dead unless you're Jewish and you think that Jesus hasn't conquered sin, hasn't conquered death, hasn't conquered the grave, and hasn't risen again. But in the New Testament, they are alive and Jesus in Matthew 17 was talking to two dead guys, Moses and Elijah. And in Revelation chapter 6, we see people under the altar who are alive in 
heaven. So these are the things that they don't understand as ex-Catholics because they didn't research their faith to begin with. One ex-Catholic says this. He said, Catholics are going to hell. The Bible is absolutely clear that we are saved by faith and no amount of, quote, good works, which includes giving money to the poor, attending church services, praying to Mary and the saints, rosary beads, candles, confession, the sacraments, and other numerous rituals demanded by the Roman Catholic authorities— None of these will satisfy the wrath of God against sinners. These will not save you poor Catholics. And in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, it teaches that eternal life is attained by faith, baptism, and the commandments, and not by faith alone. And then, of course, they go on to say how all of this is false. It is a rare ex-Catholic who looks in the Catechism, and I seriously doubt that this person has looked in the Catechism. They probably just read it from other people, but if they did, kudos to them. The problem is, they're still wrong because this ex-Catholic condemns the Catholic Church for believing that baptism and following the commandments are necessary as a salvation process. He condemns baptism, but the Bible says that baptism is necessary for salvation in Mark 16, 16, and also in John 3, 5. 1 Peter 3, 21 says baptism saves you. Romans 6, 1 through 11 talks about how we are born again through baptism. We are buried with Christ, it says, through baptism. And if we are not buried into his death, then we will have no part of his resurrection in life. But this happens through baptism. Likewise, 1 John 2, 3 through 4 says that we are saved by following the commandments. And anyone who does not follow the commandments but claims to follow Jesus is a liar. Likewise, in Matthew 19, verses 11 and 12, one person comes up to Jesus and he says, good master, what must I do to be saved? And Jesus says, follow the commandments. He didn't say just believe in me or just have faith. He said, follow the commandments. And so the Bible clearly says that in addition to faith, we have to follow the commandments and that baptism is necessary. Now, this ex-Catholic is vehemently attacking the Catholic Church, and yet he doesn't know these things. And they create so many straw man arguments like, oh, well, you Catholics rely on your works and you try to work your way to heaven. And you think that if you do enough works and you're good enough, you can get to heaven. But they don't know that the Catholic Church condemned this type of thinking in the fifth century. The Catholic Church has specifically said that we are not good enough to get to heaven. No amount of good works will help you get there. Jesus's uh, sacrifice is sufficient, but yet we have to obey his commandments by the command of Christ. I mean, the Bible says in Matthew 7, 21, that not all of those who call me Lord, Lord, will get to the kingdom of heaven. Depart from me, you evildoers. And the people said, Lord, didn't we do miracles in your name? Didn't we prophesy in your name? I mean, they were doing the works of the Lord by the Holy Spirit. They had the gifts of the Holy Spirit and were using them, and they still went to hell because they didn't follow the commandments of Jesus because they didn't love and they didn't do the will of God. And in fact, the corresponding Bible verse in Luke chapter 6, I believe verse 46, says that why do you call me Lord, Lord, but you don't do what I command you? So people claim to follow Jesus, but they are not following him or being obedient to him or doing his will. And so they are not going to go to heaven. This is all over the Bible. This is what uh, Catholics have taught for 2,000 years. Lastly, the ex-Catholics argument that rosary beads and candles and many other things. I mean, where did the Catholic Church say that candles will save you uh, or anything like that? The fact is that the rosary is prayer and prayer saves.
slaves. The Bible also says that we have to serve the poor. That's a command from Jesus. And in fact, Matthew 25, 31 to 46 shows the last judgment, and it shows people going to heaven or hell based on whether they served the poor or not, whether based on whether they lived out their faith or not. They said, Lord, when did we see you sick? When did we see you naked? When did we see you uh, thirsty and in prison? And Jesus said, what you did not do to the least of my brethren, you did not do for me. Depart from me, you accursed, to the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Wow. I mean, that is harsh. And it's because they didn't serve Christ. They didn't live out their faith. And this guy says that you don't have to serve the poor or give money to the poor in order to be saved. The Bible completely disagrees with him. That's what's so sad about anti-Catholics. They only know about 20 or 25 memorized verses in the Bible and they regurgitate them over and over and over again, but they don't know the Bible as a whole and they don't understand it in context. And this is incredibly sad. He says you don't need to go to confession. Confession doesn't save you, yet the Bible disagrees with him again. John 20 20, 21 through 23 shows Jesus giving his authority to the apostles to forgive sins. So many of the things that ex-Catholics say don't save you actually, according to the Bible, do save us. And it's not that these things themselves save us. It's that Jesus saves us through them. And it's the means that Jesus set up in order to save us, like baptism. Baptism, the water itself doesn't save us, but Jesus, through baptism, saves us. Jesus, through confession, saves us. Jesus, through the prayer and the rosary and coming closer to him, saves us. So it's all the work of Jesus. I could go on and on and on, but we're actually going to have whole podcasts of ex-Catholics and anti-Catholics, and we're going to take what they say, their long diatribes, uh, where they pontificate on how evil the Catholic Church is, and we're going to read them to you, and we're going to debunk them one by one, and we're going to have a lot more uh, refutation of anti-Catholics and ex-Catholics on here, so we don't want to give too much info. This is more of just an overview of the sad story of how ex-Catholics and many anti-Catholics don't know the Catholic faith. And we've recently had videos um, by Steve Ray on our channel who was an anti-Catholic, and he admits that he never read a single book by a Catholic. But when he did, it ended up really changing his life because he allowed Catholicism for the first time in his life to speak for itself. And not what this person says, or this religion says, or this book says. All of these people attack the Catholic Church, but none of them have read Catholic sources themselves. They've never read Catholic books themselves. So if you want to know what the Catholic Church truly teaches, I would challenge you to read Catholicism and Fundamentalism by Carl Keating. Or perhaps read Steve Ray's book, which is his letter of why he became a Catholic and how he found out it's biblical and historical. And that book is called Crossing the Tiber. There's a book called Surprised by Truth. And in fact, it's a series of all people who were not Catholic who became Catholic, and they give their biblical and historical sources for why they joined the Catholic Church. And it's a great book. I mean, many of these people were against the church, but then they came to see, oh, everything I believed about the Catholic Church wasn't actually correct. And when I studied what Catholicism really taught, well, <laughs> well, look at me, I'm Catholic. Many went back to see what the early Christians believed to try to see, hey, if they didn't believe in Catholic doctrines, then that disproves the Catholic Church, and they ended up arguing themselves into the Catholic Church. But you will know an ex-Catholic most of the time because they just vomit 
vomit all over you that Catholics are going to hell. They're evil. They're idiots. They're brain dead. They're the whore of Babylon, that Jesus hates them. The Catholic Church is a ravaging, pillaging, hate-mongering church that just rapes little kids. I mean, all their priests are rapists, and all their priests are pedophiles. And when you hear these kind of extreme generalizations without any facts or evidence given, you can know that it is an anti-Catholic speaking, usually an ex-Catholic speaking, not just, you know, a Protestant or a Mormon or someone who disagrees with the church that's much more realistic and rational and may cite some sources or have some <laughs> reasons for why they believe what they believe. No, they just throw out all of this stuff and hit you like a machine gun with one thing after another without citing any sources or having any intellectual arguments. So please, if you have questions about our faith, the Catholic Church, please hit us up on our social media below. We've linked our Facebook page. Please follow us on our Facebook page and Instagram. And also you can comment on any of our YouTube videos or you can email us at info at thecatholictruth.org. And we are here to hear your thoughts, your questions, your comments, or to help you come back to the Catholic Church or to help you come into the Catholic Church if you're not an ex-Catholic. Maybe you're just a Protestant who's thinking about becoming Catholic. And every day on our YouTube channel, we hear about Protestants who are thinking about becoming Catholics, or many ex-Catholics, or other religions who have said that our videos have helped them to want to come to the Catholic Church, and they realize that it's the true Church of Christ. So if you're on your journey, and we can help you in any way, please contact us. We are here to accompany you on your journey, wherever you're at. We will do our best to help you. Or maybe you can check out the Coming Home Network, who professionally helps people to come home to the Catholic Church. They're all former pastors, Protestants, different religions, and they are now helping other people to come home. And they have a support network, and they're there for you for anything that you want. The Coming Home Network. Check them out. But thank you so much for listening today. Please say a prayer for ex-Catholics, and please say some prayers for us. We pray for all of our patrons, those who support our ministry. We are so thankful for you, and we pray for all the people people who we minister to in this ministry. So please keep us in your prayers and may God bless you.